Action Park Media. Let's get a mic check here. One, two, one, two. St. Patty's Day, Friday, March 17th, episode three, three four. Quick shift. Quick shift. Quick Social shift channels. Quick shift pod. Quick shift pod. Actually, a lot of people have been asking me, like, where do I watch it? Where do I watch it? I think it's a little confusing because I have to go to the Action Park Media YouTube to find it. It is. So Action Park Media YouTube to find it. And uh, today I'm going to put it up on all the RSS feeds. So anywhere you get your podcast, you'll be able to listen as well. We, we are an expanding enterprise. Yes. Episode three, Quick Shift Pod, at Quick Shift Pod. Yep. Kevin Connolly to my right, fresh off a uh, New York Islander loss in L.A. Right. You went but to they the then game. followed it up with a win against the Ducks, a much-needed win. You did say they had to get one of two. You wanted them to get the Kings win, but... Right. I figured they had to take four. Yeah. They got to take four or six points on this, uh, on this trip. So they got San Jose on Saturday. Pittsburgh lost last night. Whatever. You guys are we'll in a see. race right We're now. in a race. Yep. Scotty, uh, let's get the uh, elephant out of the room right off the bat. Uh, you yeah. hit a monster parlay. Yeah, Scotty's picks have been hot. The last episode, I hit the parlay on there, and then I did a parlay for the Islanders game on Tuesday night. But walk us, well. Scotty's walk us, picks has been hot-ish. hot-ish. I, I mean, I'm two for two on the parlay. <clears throat> let's walk us through the... Two for three on the parlay. Let's, <laughs> two for but three I, the We parlay. also, we have the segment of the Kings-Islanders game at the end, so I kind of figured we can go into... Oh, you want to talk about that later? Yeah, we'll talk about All it right. at the end. We'll tease it. That's let's what, tease it. Yeah, we got, a, a Scott, we got, we got a, a gambling story. Scotty yes. of Scotty's picks yeah. had a wild ride wild. that uh, closed out yesterday. Um, but but great stuff, great stuff. So we'll get to that when we get to the. Scotty's yeah, it's good to see segment. you back. It's good to see you back. Yeah, I mean, I got into one Tuesday night, and again, we'll get into all this at the end. That's going to be the back bumper. Fair of the enough. Show. Close Fair back enough. Bumper of the okay. show. Um, so the first one we were rolling into here is the uh, Quebec major major junior hockey team planning on banning fighting. So I kind of just wanted to get your guys' takes on fighting in general in hockey. So the QMJHL. All right, the Quebec Major Junior Hockey League. Now I have. I've been chastised in the past for saying certain things about French guys. I've played with a lot of French guys that were tough and real beauties, okay? Mm. There's some killers in this league. Now, is it a coincidence that they're the first league to now ban fighting? I, I don't know because I actually, every French guy I've actually ever played with, I've loved. They're, they're very wild and unique individuals. They uh, just don't fight? Well... They've always had a little bit of a knock that that was a softer league. Yes, right. yes. It, Whispers as, that they were kind of soft yeah. and didn't fight. Yeah, that Crosby played in the in the queue. Um, yeah, it, it, it's been a softer. Listen, the OHL and the Western Hockey League are full of savages. They always have been killers. Yep. Killers in the game. The queue doesn't have as many killers. All okay. right, and I think that's the difference and. This is going to be a, a real death blow to the future of hockey if this is allowed. This is the start. You know, you know when they start making you eat caterpillars? That's when they're starting to force out the, the, the poultry right. in America. This is one of those moves. It's a diabolical move, and it needs to be opposed and stopped immediately. So a lot of the people were commenting that they're banning it because there's 15-, 16-year-old kids in the queue, and that's kind of why they want to get rid of it. Too young to be fighting. I don't know. I, I, I agree with you, Sean. When you start here, it's only inevitable that it's, it's gone 
to the highest level. You know, you know what they did a long time ago? They changed the uh, age that you could body check uh, in yeah, minor yeah. hockey. Yep. I think it went from, I don't know, maybe it was 8 to 12. Or, yep. or some sort of age gap. I get that. All right? That's fair. Early yeah. on development. These kids don't need to be running each other and trying to... We're killing each other in the hallway playing mini sticks in the hotel. Mm, right. This is dangerous because at this age, you have guys starting to develop into real pros. And if I want to draft a guy, I want to know how he plays in the fucking rough stuff. Mm. Now, all of a sudden, you're altering the entire landscape for all assessment of talent moving forward. I want to see a guy be able to play in a war when somebody's going to try and take his fucking head off and he knows he's going to have to answer the bell. That's what the game is built on. So all these idiots that don't have high hockey IQ. All right. They don't understand the implications that this brings. Yeah, Scotty, are you, like, cool with them cutting? No, I think it makes the game more dangerous. If if the guys aren't policing the game on their own and there's no fighting, I think it makes it more dangerous. People start taking runs at, at people, and there's no one to keep keep you in check i i think it's bad for the game you gotta you gotta have fighting on one level or another i would just worry about them moving forward what what, meaning that if they are then go to the nhl and they're not well yeah they haven't had four years of fucking body you know like yeah or being prepared for that i would imagine that you would be putting yourself in a bit of danger not having that experience in this league if you're going to go to the pros where all of a sudden in your next game somebody's allowed to drop their gloves and punch you in the face i also just think when you're trying to get more fan engagement and you get rid of fighting which is one of the most engaging aspects of the game if you're not a true fan you know if you're if it's your first hockey game you want to go see a fight no everybody that goes to a hockey game for the first time wants to see a fight That's this, what I'm is, saying. this is woke virtue signaling at its finest and the nhl will quietly pick up the phone bill daly will make the call to pierre garçon or whatever the fucking guy's name is that runs the queue and say hey it, i appreciate it it was great we need the virtue signaling because concussions we're not really doing this right right, right. that's so, how it's good that's how it's gonna happen because yeah. you know listen as somebody I like where fighting personally, where fighting is in the game now. Yeah. Where you have to have four lines of guys that can play hockey. Some of those guys happen to be tough and they have to settle some Uh, scores, uh, uh, you know, as opposed to leaving a roster spot open for a guy who's only going to play 45 seconds and fight. I I, I think it's at a good spot. I get that we had to evolve from like the Millberry days where people are going into the stands and it's just an absolute melee, but at a certain level. I mean, I'll take a fucking fight in the stands any day of the week. Like, let's go. Hey, listen, uh, did you see Ryan Reeves? What was all the hoopla about him on TNT the other night? He's such a, first of all, who does a fucking interview with their shirt off on the bench? Bro, give me a break. <laughs> Did he do it? Well, give uh, me a break. Uh, People uh, don't understand the minutia of this. Like, go back and watch all the G's over the years. Uh-huh. Nobody's doing a fuck. Unless you've won the Stanley Cup and you're in the dressing room, yeah. you don't do an interview with your shirt off. Maybe Darren McCarty cut his sleeves off, or this guy is a fucking goof. Well, I got, I got and a plug. I got his fight in here. It's a, a plug. <laughs> a fucking plug. You know what they call these guys? Plugs? Clock killers, <laughs> Clock killers, which is even worse than a plug. You don't think he's a good fourth liner, though? For what? For what team? Uh, For a Stanley Cup team? Yeah, play, uh, a deep playoff team. No. Really? Don't insult yourself, Scotty. Uh, he, you don't think he has any... Your, uh, your hockey IQ is riding so high. You don't, you don't think he's got any know. buffling to him, to his game? Whoa. 
I just, you know, honestly, and I haven't really watched him as a, a full player because I, I feel like every any time you see him, it's that right? it's, a, it's so, a scrap. Yeah, so I, I don't, I don't really know what kind. Of I think he's you got hear to him. He's got a decent net front presence. Sean. You, you remember Dustin Bufflin? He played for the Kings, I believe. Oh, well, Bufflin, he, he played he for Winnipeg, to, right? He, no, he was king on the Hawks. The uh, Hawks had their, I think, their second cup run or maybe their first. He was a massive player. Big buff, yeah, big buff. Yeah. Um, you one. signed in Winnipeg or something? Yes. Crazy? One hell one around. hell of a player. Real good. Okay. I don't know what nothing? you're... You oh, you're saying to don't compare, compare him Reeves to fucking to Ryan Reeves? I just think he has uh, some similarities to his game. He's a massive guy. He's good in front of the net. Decent hands. But is, I, I'm talking he, about numbers. Yeah. Well, yeah so move, uh, moving too. on from, from the All Quebec right. uh, Major Junior Hockey rule... We got Minnesota versus St. Louis. This is uh, a French Canadian, Marc Andre. Oh, and this is great. And Bennington, kind of. Yeah, Jordan got. Uh, you know what? So I first of all, I heard Henrik Lundqvist on TNT the other night talking about how Bennington should probably rein it in because you need to rein it in for goaltenders, right? You remember Billy Smith? He's always in trouble, Bennington, right? He's always. He, doing he's an emotional guy. Yeah. Right. He's an emotional guy. Right. Now, I wish you had the uh, flurry audio. Have... Hey, hey! Let's go, let's go, let's go! Let's go! Let's go, let's go, let's go! No, no, no! Let's go! Come on! No, 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 no! We always go to everybody. We always go to everybody. Okay. I don't like having my hair like this, you know? You heard this yet? Yeah, what he was saying? No. Oh, I can put it in, though. Yeah, wow. yeah. Flurry's basically saying, come on, let us go. Let's go. Let my hair go. looks great. My hair looks great. Let's get this crowd going. Let's, Let's get, get this, this crowd, crowd going. The One a, of the most legendary mic'd up moments in the history of the NHL. Yeah. That shows you the truth. If you're marketing the NHL, why do you not have every OG gangster that, that is, operates like this mic'd up? Right. Pretty I much mean, every player should be mic'd up. Why not? Yeah, I agree. It's just more footage to sift through. But, like, you know, you know the guys that this is unbelievable. Anyways, Bennington is a is a he's Billy, a hot rod. Billy Smith. Billy Smith was was was, the, was known for it. I mean, he was he was vicious and he did not uh, participate in the handshake, which would never fly today. Oh, ever? They would never participate in it. He came in hot with that block because he hated that? losing. He just said, no, even when they won. Oh, really? Yeah, they won on the cup for the 19 playoff series in a row that the Islanders won. He did not participate in any handshake. So I, I guess, uh, uh, can you rewind it? Because yeah. I do think that Bennington had every right. He just got scored on. The guy that scored on him clipped him. Well, but people also don't like him because he's known for doing Billy Smith type shit. Yeah. Right? He's always, somebody's always mad at this guy. Yeah. Uh, so I guess the real argument here is why didn't the refs let him go? That's the argument? That's what, well, we, that was we, the biggest yeah, issue on this whole clip. Well, why, yeah, why I, not just let him go? I don't know. Is, it, is, it was insane. But is that woke culture? Um, oh, goalie fight? Let him go. Let him go. They're both there. I mean, Bennington went into the pile. He made it a he made it an odd person scenario. Flurry comes all the way down. Challenged why are they, him. Really why wanted are they to fight not him. letting him go? I, I want you to play uh, uh, Dominic Hasek slips on, slips on stick fight. Patrick Waugh. Oh yeah, we had that. We had that in an episode. Did we watch it already? We yeah, we had a short little clip, but let's just. But pull you it didn't. Up. You didn't show Hasek falling into the pile, right? I, I did. You obviously aren't watching it on the Action Park YouTube. Oh, channel. never mind. Don't worry. Don't worry. Then I, I I didn't know we already touched on this at some. He point. was way out of the crease. 
Look at but that. If it, I mean, look that's at a nasty. Fly in with the blocker. That's a nasty. Stick uh, up. Stick still in hand, too. Mark Andre Fleury did the right thing. I mean, of course, you have to let's go. Absolutely. Can All you right. think of a reason why the officials wouldn't want to let them two go? No. There's no there's no conspiracy theory on that other than they're just boneheads. I mean, it's because the NHL is trying to get rid of fighting in the in the NHL. Oh, you think that there's an actual memo that these linesmen are, are like, if you have an opportunity to break stop up a fight, you can really stop, stop a it, fight. Stop it. Yes. You think there's a directive from internally? A thousand percent. Wow. They've been trying to get rid of fighting for the last five years. Is that a conspiracy? No, that's just a fact. But the, is the memo real? I think it is. Yeah. <laughs> Figuratively speaking, no, memo. No, you there is definitely action. a memo directly to refs saying if you could break up a fight before it happens, break up the fight. Like memorandum 5173. Yeah, absolutely. Official. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, are you just. He's well, we're using common sense here. Or are you certain? Why are you so confused on this? I mean, my argument is about to become invalid. Have you seen the document? Have you seen the document? I have not seen the paperwork. <laughs> no. Get me a screenshot of the of, of the. But it's been talked about for the last. Three I want to see the memo. Show me the memo. All right, I'll I'll try to see find that in the memo. memo. But uh, the next one here is is Sean's boy Reeves. Uh, nice hit. Versus nice hit. Good hit. Good hit. It was a great hit. He is in front of the net. Okay. Very reminiscent of Bufflin. Oh. Ooh. All right. When did they have the conversation? These guys Let's clearly, go. these guys clearly didn't oh, get the memo. Oh, <laughs> these guys a, didn't get the memo. Oh, I know what this is. So uh, it's so funny that I was talking about Ryan Reeves earlier, and then you show this clip. Look at these two fucking bozos, <laughs> career pims. This guy's got five. Look at the, look at the square off. So, oh my god! From two fucking clock killers, these guys actually think they're the show. Look at that. Ha! <laughs> wow. So here's the thing. If there was a memo saying, let's stop the fights, it obviously, they could have jumped in at any moment there. First of all, all right, Imana, Imama? Imama. Imama. You better watch your Imama. <laughs> Imama, take your bucket off, bro. You got a visor on. Did anyone teach you the fucking etiquette growing up? Take your fucking helmet off with that visor reeves you take your helmet off which i'm sure he would have and you square up like men you don't square up with a visor on what happened to the game so is that an unwritten rule so one guy takes their helmet off the other guy's supposed to take their helmet off right so if no one takes their helmet off they both leave it absolutely off. wow i didn't notice the elbow rewind that let's see the elbow there was a huge elbow on reeves's head i thought it was clean let's see no penalty. What do you think? You tell me. Is this an elbow? Rewind it. More? Yep. To that initial hit, right? Yep. Keep going. Right to the start. Right to the start. Okay, watch this. Watch this. Watch this elbow. Eh. Oh, no, no. It was a body, mid-body eh. elbow. No, no. no. Was, Great hit. Great hit. Great well, hit. And, and let me ask you, when you talk about the square off with these two guys, I don't know. It, it feels like... If you're going to fight Reeves, you got to take the fight to him, right? I'm, I'm guessing Reeves probably gave that guy the fight. Uh, it looked like he went after him. Right, but he was afraid to actually go after That's him. That's what I'm saying. Reeves wanna, is like, he, if you, you want to fight, jersey. Yeah, yeah. you got to come at you got to, you know, you should be the one engaging me. You need an anchor. Yeah, you didn't really want to fight. And what the fuck are these, what are, what are you two goofies talking about right now? Are you embarrassed? I think if you're a mama, you have to go out of the box and you Absolutely. immediately have to fight again. Absolutely. You have to go again. Absolutely. Imama. 
and Mama. And Mama. Like he gave, you know, Reeves gave him that fight. Yeah. And it should have been on him to. I don't know. I don't blame Reeves for not going wild after some guy that he doesn't need to oh, fight. Oh, Reeves doesn't have to do anything, yeah, but Amama's got to say, let's fucking go. Let's go. Yeah. Is yeah. Ryan Reynolds starting to really look like Seth MacFarlane? <laughs> I can see Do you that. not I think can... that there's, they're starting to look like the same person? He's better looking than Seth MacFarlane. I, I know, but he's he's getting... Usually you get better looking as you get older, and I think uh, Reynolds is having a moment of regression. Maybe he works maybe, too hard. Maybe not after that billion dollars he just yeah, made. That's, an, know, a, that's an Avery hot take. I think, right. I think he still looks good. Okay. Um, no, I, I do. I just think he's starting to look more like Seth MacFarlane than Ryan Reynolds. That's all. Do a side-by-side. Side. Take your word for it. <laughs> uh, so this is a little bit different. Oilers, McDavid presenting at uh, some McDavid. music thing in Edmonton. Much music awards? Yes. Or the... Um, the Tony Awards? No, what's the Canadian Awards? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do we have volume yeah, on this? I got to turn the volume up for this. Oh, my God. That poor bastard. They made him do this. They the Judo this. Awards. The Juno Awards. Is that what it is? Yes. Avril Lavigne. Wow. What did they dress? The, what did they put him in? What did they give him? They thought, uh, you know what, we'll give him the sneakers and really spiff yeah. it up. So before we go into the clip, how does this even happen? Is this, his, is this McDavid's manager? Is this his agent trying to... No, they reached out to the team. It's in Edmonton. It's, uh, an, it's a memo it's from a the lot, NHL. Serious. A lot of memos. Serious. We, like we, we, you know, he's the, he, we, they want to show him as the face of the game. Yep. Will he do this? Yep. I feel bad for him because clearly the guy's just a hockey player. He wants to play hockey. He don't want to be there. Well, no. there's clips all over the internet saying he's a massive Nickelback guy and that he wanted, oh. that he wanted to do it. All right. Well, there you go. There okay. You go. Well, uh, oh, yeah. I get that. Well, so. so everybody wins. Yeah. Right. But everybody wins. He, did, did Nickelback win? They did. It's like a special award. Lifetime for achievement, Scotty. <laughs> he looks good cleaned up, though. I like how he's holding the applause. Take a moment. Nice. Super awkward. Let him love could've, you. Could have said something. Let him love you, Let baby. Him love you. you guys are too much. You guys, you guys are too much. much. <laughs> you guys are too much. Sounds like you Chunk from the Goonies. here in front of you guys, so... Let him love you. What a great line, Kevin. Tonight I'm doing something a little bit different. A um, little ball so sack there. Tight. In front of you tight. Guys. Tight. Um, the Hall of Fame. Every institution has one. And he actually looks Everybody's gay when he's floating that, that trophy around. That's <laughs> the nerves, but he, he's cute. I like him. So they're getting inducted into the Hall of Fame, and I think that's why they have him. Awesome. Have changed the game forever. <laughs> Uh, he looks so gay. I mean, so nervous. Yeah. So nervous. Gay, jolly, nervous. <laughs> it's beautiful. Inspire you. They make you want to get close. He's likable. level of greatness. Uh, now, as soon as Tonight, he hits the teleprompter, it's downhill. The Canadian Music Hall of Fame is inducting my friends Nickelback. So that was going to be my question. Full teleprompter the whole time. Yeah, there's no started, McDavid started riff, 30 one. second riff. Started without Nickelback one. Nickelback has brought my family and friends a lot of great memories over the years and kept a lot of neighbors oh. up in the process. Kev? Tonight, Let him love you. it's my honor and privilege then to introduce you. He's, he's Connor McDavid. He's just so good at whatever the fuck Nickelback. All right, so that was a, that was a short clip. That I just was wanted wild. To, I mean, it's just not. That was wild. 
Right, but that makes sense. I just I'm envisioning like Crosby up there. You think Crosby gets through that a little cleaner? Or Ovechkin? Uh, Ovechkin goes up there. And... Well, Ovechkin's a little bit more of a hot dog, right? I of mean, course. I, I, Ovi I don't know that Sid's. That well. I don't know if Sid's wildly comfortable up there, right? I no. just, I just think Crosby's got a little more stage presence than McDavid. Like well, you said, he's the superstar of the league. Let's have a little more gravitas to your uh, stage presence, McDavid. Uh, yeah. Well, they they should hire. There should be a universal role like that. Should be the only job that I ever get in hockey is to be that guy. Oh. So we know he's he's presenting. All right, send Avery in. We don't ever see him. He doesn't come into the office. Send him the memo. He's got to fly to Edmonton, yeah. and he's got to get him ready. And just give me two days, and we're good. To get him ready. Yeah. You dress him? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I just think if you're McDavid's uh, management team, you go, no, nah, we're not going to do live stuff. Let's get him in the Hertz commercial. Let's get him in something where we can do 800 takes and make him look a little bit better. We don't need him to be doing live stuff yet. Well, they can he, do both. No, he obviously can't do both. He looks ridiculous up there. Well, I don't think anyone probably thinks that other than me. I mean, I think he looks like he's so oh, no, nervous he, that he's gay. He was, he's actually inverted into a gay man <laughs> if you want to play it again. He was getting ripped online for it. That's why we clicked oh, it in. Oh, like, really? Well, yeah, fuck everyone. People you know high. what? <laughs> Screw them. Okay, you know how hard that is? I feel like I feel like if your he, first awards show. I feel like if he, you know, nervous. Yeah, of course. Yeah. But I mean, even aside from that, my guess is he's probably a big Nickelback fan, probably. and probably Nickelback's management reached out to Connor's management and said, "Hey, anyway, Connor does this," and Connor said, "Sure." That's oh. probably what happened. Okay, but talk about the nerves. Oh yeah, the nerves. First are award brutal. show. Where the nerves are, they're they're brutal. Uh, Did you have a couple of drinks before you went out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. As a matter of fact, um, but yeah, the tele, yeah, the teleprompter, and yeah, it's it's nerve wracking. You, uh, but you, when you would do award shows, you kind of went out with on an ensemble most of the time, right? Yeah, but I did, you know, I I did some some. I've been up on stage uh, by myself. It's yeah. not great. Yeah, it's what not was great. That? What was that supposed to mean? Meaning that, like, usually, well, they by, did and the by the way, it does it does it soften. Would, but he's presented on his own, right? But of it does soften the blow at the Emmys when it's all. Of us. Are you trying to take a shot at him? I was not taking a shot at all. You always think I'm trying to take shots on Quick Quick Shift Pod. I'm not. Well, you're part of the TikTok generation, and shots are hot <laughs> shots takes. Shots are fired. What All are you I'm saying, saying is hot take. <laughs> the fuck does that mean? Hot take? Connor, we true or false, most everything? of the time when you were presenting, it would be you, Ferrara, Dylan, and Grenier. Correct. Yes. Let it go. When I when I uh, drafted Brock Nelson, you, the New York Islanders, a proud select in yeah. from Warroad High School, Nervous. Brock okay. Nelson. Good pick, right? Great they pick. Went with the, maybe the maybe McDavid needed Nugent Hopkins and uh, Drysidel up there with him. Maybe he's a little more comfortable. It would have been even worse. You think so? Yes. If they had to go back and forth. Yeah. Then standing on on the stage with uh, uh, Kevin Dillon and no, like, no, he's no. what he's saying. Would that have would would Connors, that would have thrown the whole Connors, thing out of whack? If McDavid and Drysidel came up out there? together, yes. <laughs> Fuck, and, no. and they're, ex and they're exchanging. No, lines. God, bits. No. God, God jokes. jokes. All right, moving on, moving on. We're gonna stay with the. Uh, McDavid theme, though. Thank uh, God. Sean's been dying to do a little bit of yeah, coverage. Yeah. Um, this is the Leafs versus Edmonton. A, a little bit of a dirty hit by Matthews on McDavid. Not Ooh. a dirty fucking hit. Not a dirty hit. Get your head up, all right? Listen, we're in the war. Puck's nowhere near him. Get the fuck out of here. So they get into it a little bit. Nice hit. Ooh. Send a message. I like Austin getting a little sandpaper on his ass. It's nice. Superstar battles are the best. Think about some where, of the old school. I mean, great. Where's the puck, though? Great. Think about some of the old school superstar battles. Like, uh, 
That's what I'm saying. Like, wouldn't you rather see that fight? Oh, hell 100%. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm surprised that no one came and, and tried to get into it with I mean, that's what though. started. That's ultimately what started the legendary Detroit, Colorado brawl was uh, Larry Onoff and Forsberg. I love seeing that. So this is uh, McDavid and Matthews. little highlight reel here. I wanted to get into the debate. That's a you sick fucking move. As you were saying, hot take the other day. You want Kucherov over McDavid. So if you're starting a franchise right now, who would you rather have, Matthews or McDavid? We'll start with you, Kev. Starting a franchise? Starting a franchise. I love Austin Matthews. I love the fact that he um, got as great as he did in Arizona or yeah. on the West Coast. Yeah. But I, I, I would just have to it would be impossible to not take Connor McDavid. That, that goal is just that goal is just I mean, so nasty. That. that goal, you know, the level of skill, <sighs> I can't even explain how good of a goal that is. Oh, my God. And this guy does this every other night. Right. That goal is what every kid fell down, right? Is, yep. is, is gearing towards. Wow, what a oh, release. What a release. You, you got to say the only thing Matthews has over McDavid is probably the shot, yeah? It's just different. It's Yes, pure release. Yeah, yeah. Austin Matthews has, has the best. Look at that. Holy shit. Quick shots. You want to know why Brendan Shanahan scored so many goals? Not because he was firing lasers. He shot the puck quickly. Quickly. Shanny has more ugly shot. goals than, than, than beautiful goals. And Matthew's shot is deceptive. He changes the angle on almost every shot. That is takes. just, I mean, I mean are you, are is this, this year? This happened last week? No, I think this probably. Oh, that's old. Between that, the legs, yeah, this is old. Are you sure about that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I wish he didn't show old clips, but that's a fucking sick goal. I mean, this is, this is pretty new on NHL.com. It was like a, a Matthews McDavid comparison, comparison kind of thing. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Willie Nylander's had some uh, hell of a plays the last couple of. But what do you think, Sean? Oh my god! Who, uh, oh my you're god. starting a franchise. Who who are you taking? Uh, if I'm starting from scratch, from obviously scratch. I'm taking McDavid. Yeah, yeah. But he wouldn't be a bad guy to have, uh, you know, on, on on the the one sheet. No. Wow! What a goal. He's young, too, still, right? How old is Austin Matthews? Was he 24? 24, 25. Sean, you'll probably hate this question, but I'm going to ask anyways. Who do you think's done more to grow the game, Austin Matthews or McDavid? Obviously, I'm saying that because Matthews is from Phoenix, Arizona. Right. That's crazy. Um, yeah, no, it's Connor McDavid. I think so, too. Um, Unreal. Wow. You, you know, I can tell. I can tell. The older clips versus the newer clips, not by the uniforms or by what, how his game has evolved. Like, and these goals are, are some of the greatest goals you've ever seen. Mm -hmm. But this guy does it now even faster and even stronger. Like, so, it, it, it's, it's just, so, so think about where that's going to be in another three years. That's what's scary. That's what's scary. Um, have you heard about the McDavid knee injury, what he did for rehab on that? No. So he completely tore his LCL. And usually when you tear your LCL, you have to have it surgically repaired. Okay. He went a different route and didn't have it surgically repaired. He just did a whole bunch of rehab, and the tendon grew back together, or the ligament grew back together on its own, yeah, which they, is unheard of. Yeah, well, now they're, they're, they're giving, there is the option to be able to do that. Um, it's science, baby. It's crazy. Uh, and anytime you can avoid that knife, you avoid you the knife. Avoid it. Yeah. 
just as a rule. Do you think Austin Matthews is going to re-sign with uh, Toronto? Not if they don't win the cup this year. I, I, I never really understood the levity of that goal. Okay. Can you rewind that? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, isn't it incredible that a guy could have such little stage presence, but he can have the, the chutzpah to make a play like he makes here where he dances Morgan Riley, but watch his head. The chutzpah is in the head direction. Can, we, can you rewind it? Mm-hmm. The chutzpah is in the complete arrogance and masterful sorcery. This the balls. Blatant no, against, disregards. It, it's it's against uh, Toronto. Yeah, keep going. Just watch his head here. It's so, it's so gangster. It's so, oh, my God, it's such a. Here you go. Good Watch his head, too, though. Watch his head. The, wait, wait till you see the angle I'm talking about. Look at. Well, looks him off. It, it was just like, look at this. Boom. The head. By the way, Morgan, look at this. Look at the. Oh, my God. Morgan Riley's no slouch either. No. Right. He's got a quick first step. What a goal. And then he just gets shot out of a rocket like this. It's just. Jesus Christ. That's his so his hands are almost an underrated aspect of his game. Obviously, the wheels are there. I will he... tell you that, um, you know, if Connor McDavid is in the NHL 10 years ago, he's not putting up the numbers that he's putting up now. Because people are just hacking. People are still allowed to hit. Defensemen are still allowed to hit. Open ice hits are still part of the game. Forget what we have next. Oh, all right. So <laughs> last episode, we got into the debate of overtime versus shootouts. And then we had this this week, Kuznetsov and Oshie, two uh, so very, stupid. very interesting, highly engaging shootouts. I wanted so your guys' stupid. take on it. Going back to Oshie, though. I mean, well, that's a sick that's a sick move. That's a serious move. But you know how many people got into the game after that Olympics when Oshie had the four shootout goals? The Scottish big shootout. The Jesus shootout Christ. is interesting. The shootout is interesting. You cannot deny it. You're not going to sell me on the shootout, bro. Wow, you just went. You just call back. Talk about a callback. Yeah, I remember when that happened, like like eight years ago. Eight years ago. I don't know if you've seen this yet, Kev. Oh, is it the Kuznetsov one? Yeah, yeah. I did. I, I don't. Man, that's it. it don't you think was... it's interesting uh, contrast that Kuznetsov? We know he likes to hit the tendies up his nose, right? <laughs> he likes to line one up every once in a while and hit a couple of. He likes to bang out a line, which would, you know, that means oh, that's right. you, you're an upper guy, right? But then for his his whole finishing move, he does the complete opposite of being an upper guy and takes it into a new category of being a slowdown guy. No, I mean, it's I agree. No, it's uh, I, but I, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, it right. I mean, what, you know, tendies up the nose. You know what? You know where that uh, originated from? I don't. That originated from the Wall Street Bets Reddit movement. Tendies up the nose. A guy that likes to hit the tendies up his nose, he's really flipped the script. Uh, what do you think of that? He's like in slow-mo in a video game. Unbelievable. What do you do as a goalie here? Do you challenge? Do you just sit back in the crease? Yeah, I think you, you take two hard strides and poke check. Challenge. Poke check. Absolutely. He liked I mean, it. It's, I'm just kind of testing your IQ there. because He liked it. 
And it's also crazy that you Why could actually get caught. Because if you're a goalie and you think that they're going to deke, you're supposed to sit back in the crease. If you think they're going to shoot, you're supposed to come out and challenge. Wait, I didn't even hear it. I got an IQ test yeah. over here? Yeah. yeah. What was it? So what I was saying is that as a goalie, you if, you failed think, the IQ test. If, you, no, if you think he's going to come in and deke, you play further back in your crease. If you think he's going to shoot, you come out and you kill the angle. That's that, why a goalie that, starts out high and then he kind of trickles back into his crease. Um. That's okay. A fact. Right, but what, what's your, what's your point there? So that's why I asked, what do you do as a goalie? There, he's coming in that slow. You got to figure he's going to be deking. So you delay would... on on your outer approach. You don't right. you don't leave the goal line. You don't challenge until there. You go. That's what until I was he for. he enters. That's what you change. So you he passed. He passed. He passed. You, you were test. looking for me to give you that answer. I knew the answer. Uh, I was just. I don't think you did. Answer. No, I. Uh, well, I just explained how you how you played as a goalie. Did I not hear him explain he, it? He was questioning your. He was seeing if you knew it, and as it turned out, you did know you it. You did know it. But he was definitely testing your hockey yeah. IQ. The heat's on once again. The heat is on. The heat is on. Yeah, and we're talking about the temperature in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I just felt that large blast of heat hit me on the head. Um, my memory is is uh, poor here. Did we talk the Domi sauce pass? All right, so here's Domi sauce pass. It's the greatest sauce pass in the history of the NHL. That's a bold statement. It, as far as velocity, evolution, flatness, the how short of a distance between the two, what a saucer pass. Max Domi has has turned into a completely different. That is the greatest saucer pass ever in the history of the NHL based on science. I think that the shot is almost more impressive. Shot's pretty impressive. Yes, the shot is yeah amazing, great, amazing pass. But you're gonna pull the shot out of that. You don't even understand the science and the dynamics of being able <laughs> best roller hockey player in LA. Well, Los every Angeles. pass I make on the roller rink is a saucy. I understand the to sauce. be able to sauce a puck over. A, a desk essentially and mm -hmm. just landed on the other side it, it's he, he defeats physics with this pass you don't understand i wish that we had a puck here so we could go out into the parking lot i could show you my sauce afterwards just so that uh, he you could show you just so sauce. just so you understand i know what goes into a saucer pass it's an amazing pass but one, it's not that short. He's going, <laughs> he's going from the half wall all the way to the far post it's not a chip sean it's a full sauce Got it. <laughs> uh, By the way, I'm going to go turn. Keep you guys play on. I'm going to go turn the heat down because I'm dying. It, it is. It's worth doing that. I know. Or can, I can we just have that. Dave do it? All right. So as Ooh, we were, is this because of me? Oh, no. It's because of you. Yeah, it's because of me. As we were saying in the beginning of the episode, we got a pretty good story here. You want me just to go into it? No, yeah. I don't. Actually, okay. um, so so this was a big game. Kev traveled down to, to crypto <laughs> to support his 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 team, the Islanders, which right. is beautiful. Uh, the Kings are hot. Scotty, Scotty placed a bet. You want to just yeah reference I, the bet so, and you'll put it on the screen. But tell us yeah. what the bet was. All right, so the bet was a four teamer. It was Tampa Bay Lightning. It was Carolina Hurricanes. And it was who was the who was the third team? Uh, the New York Rangers, all okay. just to win. All and right. then I just needed straight up, straight up, no spread, nothing, nothing, just to win. And, and then, then I the had Kings were minus one and Kings half. were the last leg of the parlay, and I took them minus one and a half. So they had to win by two goals. Yeah, and the whole point of it was it was my buddy's birthday. We've been gambling together since freshman year of college. So I was like, all right, we'll, we'll we'll put a big one, we'll put a big one together. And hopefully everything hits. And then the last leg will be the Kings by two, which we were going to the game. 
and it would be a, a, a fun bet if it was still alive. Right. Okay. So they call that a parlay. They call that a parlay. All right. So you know, you knew because of the West Coast time going into the Kings game that you were you were one win away from this parlay. We knew going in. Yeah. Two thousand dollar bet paid out twenty five k. Yeah. So essentially twenty seven k win if it hits. Now also get you, as as you'll see if you were watching the game. Yeah. The score was four two. Islanders pull the goalie, and they're swarming. They hit the post, right? They hit the crossbar a couple times. Uh, the Islanders scored the first goal of the game. They right. were up one nothing. So at the end of one, one nothing Islanders. So I'm going, fuck. This so your asshole be... was tight right till the, the buzzer. Puckered the whole game. I mean, the guy, he didn't lock up the bet till the guy hit the empty netter. Who scored the no, empty no, netter? No, 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 I, no. We were good. We were good because it was 4-2. It was 4-2, but the Islanders had pulled the goalie, and they were right. swarming around. If they had around, scored, and, you're and done. They, they hit the post if they scored, and the game was over when that puck went in the empty net. When they got the empty netter, that we was it. full celly. Is that the biggest uh, bet you've ever hit? It's the biggest bet I've ever placed on a sports game and the biggest bet I've ever hit, period. Wow. Oh, I have 14 parlays, really tough. And then, yeah. then you get into taking the points. I mean, it's it's Yeah, great. I mean, the biggest thing about the bet is I don't really have 2,000 to put on a game. <laughs> I got hot earlier in the week and had a little bit of a bankroll. And because it was my friend's birthday, I was like, let's let's roll big here. Let's play some. If, I, if it doesn't hit, whatever, we'll have a fun night. We'll get a little banged up. So first of all, this is where we would uh, address, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Yeah, i flash the number on the screen. Whatever it is. Yeah. You are a degenerate fucking gambler. You won Ooh. 25K and you turned around. First of all, you went out and you tore one up and you went on a bender with Michael and you celebrated. Yeah. Right? Great, great, great night with Michael. Uh, oh, can awesome. I give us our outro? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, a lot of people asking where to find the podcast. It's on all podcast platforms now. If you want to watch the full videos, go to the Action Park Media YouTube channel for full video and uh, Quick Shift Pod on Instagram and TikTok. See you next week. See you next week.